All right. See. Hello, everyone. Back with uh, Group C here. This group features, it's arguably probably the weakest group in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Most of us agree upon that. I personally think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it features the Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, um, as well as Northern Macedonia, who similarly think in yeah, new faces. It's their first, first time major ever. tournament. First major tournament ever. First time in the Euros. <laughs> um, so we'll talk a little bit about each of these teams. However, it's a little bit less of an exciting group if you don't know as much about soccer and you're not super geeky on all these small teams, then maybe just skip this video and go to the next group. Oh, I don't know. Whatever you're interested in. But my point is this group might not be as uh, eventful. Uh, yeah, as eventful as filled with flair as the others. However, I will say we've got the Netherlands in this group. We haven't seen them play in international tournament since 2014. It's been a while, so it's good to see them back. The orange, those orange kits. Um, unfortunately for them, they're missing a couple stars. Van Dijk's out injured. Yeah. He would have made it obviously a very impressive. Even for Liverpool this season, their captain and, and probably would have been the best defender in the tournament. Arguably the best defender in the world. Easily also, the best thing. Easily, yeah. Easily, easily oh, without a doubt. Easily the best center back pairing of Van Dijk and De Ligt. Um, unfortunately, Van Dijk's out for this, but. They're also missing Van de Beek, who Danny will tell you all about because he's a United fan, um, as well as Sillison, their, goal, their starting goalkeeper. So those are three of their core spine players who are out for this tournament. Um, they've still got Wijnaldum. They've still got uh, Frankie de Jong, who's a star. Memphis Depay. Thank you, Cade. Um, they're a solid side. They have a couple other like pretty good players. Like yeah, no, everyone is just, yeah, pretty well known. Yeah. yeah, I guess overall they've got a, a solid squad, but there isn't much to say that, about them in this group because similarly to Belgium, although arguably even more easily, they're just going to cakewalk this group, I think most of us think, because the other sides kind of do lack the quality generally. Um, so we will, we'll kind of move on from the Netherlands. Um, I guess long term, we can get into that in our prediction segment in the end, but I will personally say um, going to the next team in this group, Ukraine, I don't know, most people, have, from what I've been seeing, have been uh, putting Austria to finish second in this group. Right. Now, I personally think Ukraine will comfortably finish second here. And I also even personally think that Ukraine could cause the Dutch some problems. If, you know, if the Dutch weren't playing at home, again, they're, they're in Amsterdam all three group games, uh, I would really think that Ukraine could get an easy draw out of that matchup um, if they step up. And the reason, I just, I just think Ukraine has a really solid midfield. They have Zinchenko, who uh, played in the Champions League final for God's City sake. player. Mm -hmm. City player. Central player. They've got Yarmolenko, who might not, you might, as a Premier League like fan, I don't know if a lot of you are Premier League fans, you might think he's not the greatest. He's out for half the season. He doesn't do much. But he's one of those players who always steps up for his country, no matter where he goes to your club. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to chime in on that. Like, a lot of these guys, for me, like, although they might not impact their club, like, at the club level, like, like some of these guys, like, for whatever reason... And this is like I guess a good example of it. I don't know too much about him, but like they really like step up for their country, and they look oh, like yeah. they're like a whole different player. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's a different game. Yeah, it's just a, it's a whole different like game. beast. Yeah. And that's Jarmolenko. He's got I want to say somewhere around 70, 80 caps for the Ukraine national team. But he yeah, can't get a game in the Western. Like, that's right. Like he's the man for Ukraine. But yeah, he can't it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, he's got a uh, he's a shifty player, and he can kind of score from anywhere with his left foot. Yeah. And speaking of a left foot that can score from anywhere, they've also got Malinovsky, who plays for Atalanta. And boy, does he have a rocket with a left foot. He'll, he'll bang one in from, trust me, literally anywhere. He's a cannon. Yeah. So watch out for him. Uh, if he if he uh, lines up to shoot, I promise you, like, there's a 50% chance it goes in. Um, 
And I guess my main thing is, I think they just have a solid, uh, solid spine. And compared to Austria and Macedonia, Ukraine has played in Nations League A this past year. They've been playing against Germany and Spain again and again. They've gotten results out of both of them. They've gotten draws uh, in different matches. They've drawn with France in a recent friendly, uh, if I recall correctly. It just seems to me that they kind of know what they're doing playing against these top sides. They're they're like kind of adjusted to this scenario more so at least than uh, Austria and Macedonia. And I guess with the Dutch, they haven't been in this situation in a while. And uh, I guess they can also underestimate these other sides. You know, they're playing at home, like we said, and these other sides aren't the best on paper necessarily. So with a coach like Shevchenko, who's a former you know, world beater of the game. I just think Ukraine kind of has the experience almost of playing these top sides and being in these situations through their manager and, and just their past games where they maybe could do it. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything to say about Ukraine. Um, again, like Turkey and Finland and all those, like it, it could be up to the fans, you know. I Honestly, I don't know too much about Ukraine. Um, I know that they've played Iran, which is <laughs> another... Uh, team that I support Definitely. in terms of international, and they have honestly put up results against Iran because you know, <laughs> it's Iran. But, <laughs> but no, they're a solid side. It, it, it's tough to say, honestly. It is. But they're a solid side, and you could you could make a similar <laughs> argument about Austria. They've got uh, Marcel Sabitzer, who's been carrying yeah. out in the Champions League. They've got obviously David Alaba, yeah, who is current is about to complete a transfer to Real Madrid. He might have already completed it. I'm not even certain. Um, yeah, yeah. Suda, I know you uh, you yeah. actually fancy Austria. Yeah, I do. And I think for just the neutral, just like average soccer fan that doesn't know too much about each league, I think Austria and Ukraine will be a very nice match because there are no big name stars. Like David Alba is the yeah. biggest name for Austria. Yeah. He's a center back who like, hasn't done too much this year, honestly. Yeah. And Yarmolenko, like nobody that doesn't follow soccer will know yeah, how many he is. But it's a tough So if you watch this match, I think it'll be very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. That's they, why the decider exactly. That match is a, a huge match for this yeah, huge, huge, very big match. Now, we, we brushed off Finland before uh, in the last group as the team that kind of hasn't been here and we don't want to give that much time. Go ahead. And, and I will say, Macedonia is arguably worse. <laughs> they, they've gone through an yeah. easy, more easy qualification and they haven't shown as much long-term as Finland did. However, uh, I actually, and, and this is this might send some shockwaves around the community, I fancy Macedonia to, to beat Austria and, and send wow. Austria to fourth place in this group. That is a statement. Yeah, for me, Austria is just the definition of bland. I think they're not doing anything. I, I think I got I got topped in to having Ukraine second for me <laughs> by you. Um, but just like, and I, and I I know I was talking about this earlier, but the Dutch, those are my boys. <laughs> and you have some Dutch heritage, if I'm right. Wow. Yes, I do. Very nice. I'm, I'm like fully Dutch, but what, <laughs> but uh, what I have to say is they 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 got extremely blessed with this group. Definitely. Because I feel like, I mean, in any other group, honestly, like... I think they're fighting for second. They're, they, yeah. they are. They're, they're in a dogfight yeah. for second. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, <laughs> they're lucky that, like, yeah. they, like, yes, they have, like, a pretty clear path to first, but 
And I think that may, maybe, like, you guys will agree, like, their outlook, once they get out of this group, is, like, very decently bleak. Yeah, yeah. Right. it is. And Especially it, and from like, the fact that they didn't qualify for the last World Cup. Right. Or, the, I, last like, watched, or the last year. It's been seven years. They're actually, yeah. right, and they're actually a team that I, I, I very occasionally watch. Like, one of the only international teams outside of the USA that I will watch. Mm-hmm. And, like, I watch, like, they're just, they're, like, they're really bad. <laughs> And I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, I, I think they're poorly coached is yeah. part of it. Um, but, like, also, yeah, like, they've had injuries, and, like, their personnel is just, like, not, like, the best. not the best. And, like, yeah. so, yeah, so, like, I, I obviously think that, I think that they'll, be, like, be first and go through at the end of the day. Yeah. But I think it's sort of, like, it, it, it covers up, like, sort of, like, it's, like, a cover-up for, like, the applause. And it'll, like. It'll show in the next round, maybe. It will, and, like, all that. But I think that, like. Yeah, you're, yeah, and I will say the big blow of uh, the injury from Donny Van de Beek. Uh, I think it's honestly it, it hurt my heart when I heard that. It is a blow to the Dutch team. Yeah, yeah not only for that, but for him because he obviously didn't have the career or the start that he wanted to at you know United. And I was very gassed for him when he joined because he is a quality player. Yes. You know, Undeniable. went to the semi-finals with Ajax. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's quality all around. He, cel- he celebrates before the ball hits the back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he honestly just brings that. That was sorry. That was a reference to the Champions League semifinal yeah. in 2019, where yeah. he started celebrating before he scored. But sorry, go ahead. But no, overall, I think Netherlands obviously they're the clear winners of this group. Um, as far as round of 16, you know, not too confident on them, but. Again, anything yeah, will happen. They're clear favorites in this group. Yeah, so to, to really quickly go back to Macedonia, I guess for them, if you do happen to see yourself watching a Macedonia game, which you might not due to the shocking nature of this group, um, you will you will find Goran Pandev wearing a captain's armband. He's a 37-year-old who won uh, the Champions League with Inter. He's a, a key player for them, actually, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he's a quality player. And he's this you know this is his only opportunity probably ever to be in an in an to be in an international tournament, sorry. Right. Um, he's, you know, he's going to be fighting tooth and nail. He's got that Balkan passion. Uh, I mean, it's it's just going to be exciting to see how they kind of, like, go about this. And they also have a young talent, Napoli, Elif uh, Elmas. Uh, he's talent. Right. And, and his party also plays for Levante. So look out for those three. Uh, but other than that, Macedonia, I mean, What's and I think what's yeah no but what's crazy about like some of these groups and like about international tournaments in general is like if you somehow pull out one result that like a tire win against like a a team that like that should have beat you like it just changes the entire dynamic exactly and like and like if I'm like if I'm Macedonia or like Finland or like one of these teams like in the trenches of like these groups then I'm then I'm literally like my tactics I'm playing like a like a like a five Four one and just like getting everybody up behind the ball and hoping like that maybe you'll get like one chance in the whole game, but just like and, and Pandev will put it away. He's he's experienced. He's a yeah, but like that's fine. And I think that like if Macedonia plays like that and if like Finland plays like that, which they should, then like they can really you know yeah they can yeah absolutely. And again, I will say <laughs> I do think that Macedonia can get a win against Austria, and I personally put money on that because I think that's a underdog well, bet that could happen. I don't, I don't rate Austria at all. I don't think they have enough. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for this group. We'll get into the next one now. But uh, yeah, Group D coming at you next. And that's uh, Danny's group with England. So it's going to be great.